0: International proudly presents...
1: Epsilon City, the year is 2030x. The city is a backlit nightmare of flickering LCDs, spray paint, massive unemployment and whacked out chrome heads. This bustling metroplex is riddled with addicts high on second life wetware, hackers plugging data cables into their cyberware, and runners disembowelling corporate security on rooftops. And between it all, a marketing company, Laser Wolf Marketing. A company where the CEOs party so hard their interns have to cover up their heinous and disgusting acts. These poor interns have become known as the Dirt Boys. This story is about them. Welcome dear listener to Dirt Boy Blues. Okay, we are back. It's Cyber Sprawl Classics, Dirt Boy Blues yes. again. Yes. Oh, Hello. God. Finally, we're here. It's been way too long. I'm sorry, everyone, about everything that happened. But well. we're back. We're gonna we're gonna download <laughs> ourselves into the upload, and we're gonna yes. do another <laughs> bloody session. But before we get on with this episode, Nick, who you playing?
2: Uh, my name's Nick, and I will be playing Dry Ass, the Console Cowboy. And James. I'm James, and I'll be playing Still Mackenzie,
3: who's a rigger.
1: Nice. Right, let's get on with it, shall we? Yes, please. Yes, please. There's only been a few hours since Capcom visited the new offices of Laser Wolf Marketing to show off a new virtual reality games console, the Capcom Ultra Virgs. The employee who was sent to show this machine was Raymond Pompon, who is now very much dead. The machine played off your fears and as such, your fear of being arrested for the murder of Gary Busey was emulated by the machine, and not wishing this information to get back to anyone over at Capcom, ICE murdered him with a taser. Now, at the order of your boss, Nathan Breckett, you stand on Andrews Bridge in the northern part of town, Eden. It's still morning and as you see many automa cars driven by weary faced corporate wage slaves whizzing past you, their headlights briefly illuminating the rain as they pass into the financial districts, with its glowing skyscrapers projecting holographic advertising into the morning drizzle, one such ad promises high quality cyberware and a free penis extension with every purchase. As I said though, you stand on Andrew's bridge, overlooking the brown murky waters of the River Cid. On the floor next to you is Raymond Pompom's body, rolled up in a carpet, exactly as Nathan ordered.
4: So he just wants us to throw him in then?
3: Um, I'm still a bit perplexed as to how he died from a taser
4: shot to the face. Well I was quite vigorous with me uh, application of tasering.
3: Yeah, I think you learnt a few things from that. good. V- 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 v-
4: I didn't mean to to kill him. What? I meant to.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm, I was aware of that. I was aware of that. I saw what you tried to do, but I think you took it a bit too far. I think
4: I cooked his face.
3: You did. It smelled quite nice, to be
4: honest. It still does. It smells that like pork.
3: Actually, speaking of pork and face cooking, pretty hungry.
4: Mm. Mm. Me too. Maybe we should say something. Um, great game. I didn't know Pom Pom well, but what I did know of him, he was a bit of a Nice it, guy. It was uh it was a bit confusing Good to start time. with. He had a nice uh, aura? Uh maybe. He had a nice gait. Uh anyway, you shall be missed, I'm sure. Uh
1: I'm sorry, it just business. And give me a strength roll to hoik his body over the bridge into the water. <laughs> a thirteen for me.
3: Fourteen. <laughs>
4: Oh, he's a bit of a lob. Dead weight really is heavy. I can see why they call it dead weight.
1: <laughs> and you see the body rolled up in a carpet, full and full for quite some time, before hearing a faint splash in the distance of the waters below. And then you get a text from Nathan on the pages that he insists you carry on you at all times. It says, come back to office. Lol, come. Lol, seriously, though, I can't figure out coffee machine.
4: What? Is it? Is it? How did he know that we had just dropped off Buddy? I don't think he knew I think it's merely just coincidence yeah I don't know I wouldn't have past him so now we've got to go back and fix the machine right okay ah, another day at the office then <laughs>
1: you guys walk down the streets of Epsilon City, um, your feet knocking against the horrible, horrible, dirty pavement of the city, and arriving back at the 13 story black offices of Laser Wolf Marketing, you see through the glass automatic door that there is someone sitting behind reception, behind a desk which now has a number of hollow plants sitting atop it. The figure is wearing a puffy bomber jacket and appears to be a cybernetic roboman, resembling a dustbin with thick tubular arms both of which have metallic claws on the end. At the face area, as much as you can call that, there is a screen with a pixelated smiling face on it. (laughs) His flailing arms wail around and arrange paperwork.
4: I've upgraded Marjorie!
1: Entering the building's cold, high-ceilinged marble reception with its huge pillars and water coolers, the robot behind the desk greets you both. Welcome, insert names here. Getting closer, you can see that the robot is wearing a name tag, although over the picture and his name you can see that someone has scribbled Annoying Twat. (laughs) How can I help you today, insert names here? Are you, uh, Marjorie? Marjorie? No, my name is Multifunction Automatic Nanocarbonite Ultra-Efficient Luxury Reception Bot, or manuel well, we
4: well, we're, we're here to see the boss.
1: The boss is on <laughs> floor thirteen. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we know that. So could you let him know we're here? I will call them immediately. Uh, and you see him press a button on his desk on some sort of machine, and he and then he eventually you hear. Hello? What the fuck do you want? You stupid, annoying dustbin? The dead boys are downstairs, ready to see you. Why are you nattering on, you stupid cunt? <laughs> Send them up. Bloody you idiot! You're f- <laughs> and then you hear Nathan hang up. He sounds perky this morning.
4: He yeah, sounds normal.
1: I think he is ready to receive you.
4: Lovely. Gross. Okay, we f- we know how to get up. We f- we find our way up there.
1: Heading up in the lift, taking the long journey to the thirteenth floor, the doors open to reveal that the thirteenth floor is full of employees. Maybe fifty or so men and women, all wearing high-collared, brightly coloured suits with dark carbonite detailing and thickly pasted makeup. Many of them lean back in their chairs as they gab on video phones. You see their cocksure expressions turn towards you as you enter, their pen twirling free hands stopping. Some of their cigarettes briefly take a rest in nearby ashtrays. Nathan stands in the middle of the office barking orders at the wage slaves. Bronson, don't give those bastards at Exocorp any leeway. I want shitloads of cash for this one. And you, Shireen, make sure those fuckers up at Blue Jill Cola know who's boss here. Mark! I've got that report on my desk in the next thirty minutes, or you'll be demoted to dirt boy. You hear me? He is clearly in his element. In his mouth there is a large cigar which creates a pungent earthy stink throughout the office, and his fat belly jiggles through his unbuttoned <laughs> shirt as he swings around, gesticulating with his fat Donie arms. <laughs> Suddenly, his cyber eye turns towards you, ice and steel. And you two! He points with a hand holding a liquor bottle. Some spills onto the floor.
0: In my office
4: now! Right, 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 you are, boss.
1: Morning, boss. Mo- mo- morning, morning, team. Stop wasting time with niceties. Okay. Or I'll put my boots so far off your
5: anus, it'll look like a clown's pocket. Oh, uh, Come on, let's go. Okay? Alright, alright,
1: alright, we're going. Right. You follow him into his office, and you can see the usual scene. papers scattered all over the carpet, a TV on mute attached to the west wall has a dirty movie playing on it, and on its teak desk sits a heavy revolvoid and a long line of cocaine Producing a gold straw from his pocket, Nathan Breckett snorts up the bright white powder. <sharp inhale> so you called for us, boss?
5: Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. It's quite a... Oh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Right. I just wanted to congratulate you on uh,
1: getting the deal with Capcom, tasering him, then signing the paper. That was beautiful. Well, thank you.
5: I have to say, although I hate you very much and I wish the worst upon you, you did a bloody good job. And you saved my bacon twice now. And so, as much as I hate to do this, I've given you a new office on the third floor. A new office? Oh, thank you. All right, don't get excited. For us? Shut up. Is it a bin? No, it's... It's... You've got an actual room this time.
4: Hey! Sweet. Things are good at looking up.
1: Things are going up. Right. Now I'm going to place some money on my desk and I'm going to look out the window. If you two should take it, then fine. But it's not a bonus. It's not a bonus and I would never give you a bonus. Understood? Understood. Right, you are, sir. And then you see him place a big fat stack of cash on the desk and he starts to look out the window and he goes, "Mm, Very interesting view today. Can I...
3: Mackenzie walk over and take it.
1: Yeah, you take the cash and you estimate this about 9 to 10k woolongs in your hands. And then he turns around and he goes, Good, good, it's disappeared mysteriously, but if you ever tell anyone about this, you two, I should slap you so hard, your mother will feel it. Tell them what, boss? Yes, exactly. Oh, we got you. We're learning, we're quick learners. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, this all brings me to the business of the day. After I arranged all these new employees, I decided to go for a little early morning celebratory boozing. I went to Nova Bar downtown, and who did I see there but the fucking big CEO of Redshift Marketing, Johan Hagstead? Bloody cunt. So anyway after a few brand teenies, I start calling him a prick and saying his mother never
5: loved him, and he says, get this, he says he could market me under the table. Oh really? Oh really, bitch? I said, and then I said, well check this out, and I put my book of
1: company secrets on the table, then I told him he was a cunt and that he could never make something as brilliant as this book, and you're never going to guess what happened next. What happened next? Well, he grabbed it and ran out the back. What? He grabbed the book of secrets. The Business Book of Secrets. Yes, yes, yes. I tried to chase him, but I regret to say I slept on a limp to crisp packet. Right, so who is this guy? Redshift Marketing.
5: Who are they, then? Johan Hagstead. He's the, he's the CEO of that company, and they're our biggest rivals. So, basically,
3: our next mission, job, sorry, next job is to find him, kill him,
5: Yes, well, it's funny you say that, because I spent a good 15 minutes down on that floor thinking of my next move, you know, and I remembered that stupid twat mentioned something about heading over to Zeta City tomorrow. So guess where you're going, fuckbins. Zeta City? It's fuckly. There's only one Shinkansen today, and it leaves in three hours. Let me be clear, I want you to retrieve the Book of Secrets, but I don't want him killed
1: this time. I intend to video phone him when he reaches Zeta City just to see the look on his stupid face. (laughs) Haha. Understood.
3: Right. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, right, yeah, good. I just naturally assumed that it was killing, considering that's how we uh, seem to be operating. And as I a hate...
5: I want Joanne alive because that guy's been a thorn in my side for as long as I've bloody known him.
1: And and that's why I wanna, I wanna, I'm wanna. gonna video phone him, I'm gonna see the look in his face, and I'm gonna show him my fat ass. Wow,
3: well, yeah, don't think he'd like to see that.
1: Perfect. Do you know where he might be residing in
4: Zeta
5: City? No idea, but there's only one train leaving today. So he might be on that, but once you get there, it's your job to track him down. Okay,
3: Well, maybe we could find him on the train.
5: Ah, um, well, funny you say that. Uh, there's one detail
1: I forgot to mention. You see, he's uh might be difficult to pick out of a crowd. Why? He's part of a poser gang. Poser gang? What's that? Well, they're like your everyday average biker gangs, you know. Go around, cause a bit of a trouble, have a laugh. It's good for letting off a little bit of steam, you see. Well. Poser gangs are the exact same, except they all cybernetically modify themselves to look like the same celebrity. You see, there's the crazy Elvis gang and the Skids, the Hulk Hoganizers in the Barons, and of course, the worst of them all, the Agatha Christie mob, who commit murders, then solve them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> this sound like a right bunch of her. Anyway, alright, so it could be looking like a famous person.
1: Well... I happen to know Johan Hagstead is part of a gang who ride the streets of Epsilon City, Gamma City, Zeta City, the lot, the planet Earthers, all of whom look and sound like David Attenborough. <laughs> David O? What,
4: that 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 really old bloke that talks about uh, animals on
5: TV? Yeah, the one who made those uh, pre vision documentaries. Oh right,
1: yeah.
3: Um, D- does he have any discernible, uh, distinctive characteristics about him,
1: like? Maybe yes, he's exactly like David Attenborough, but he'll be with a bunch of other people who look and sound exactly the same. Does uh, he not
4: wear like, a lot of CEO badges, saying? Uh, are, we, are we are we are we talking are we talking pre-Attenborough
1: before he had all that robotic implants or after? After. Oh right. You know when he he had to have all of those machines prop him up and he walked around with giant robotic legs. I do. Yeah. That's that's the
4: one. Right, I, th- I was told he actually died many, many years ago and it's just a robot inside him now.
5: I heard the same. I heard the same, but uh, the quality of documentary is still as shite as it ever was. Right, so we got stupid. Started. Who cares about Happenedoros anyway? Well, I quite enjoyed
1: the
3: sound of his voice, to be honest.
5: I- I'll be honest, I did like that one he did about the sewer rats.
3: Hey, that was sweet.
1: That, was, that was okay. That was quite heartwarming. It made me laugh when they were chewing on those homeless people.
3: <laughs> oh, what about the heartwarming bit? The, you know, the nice bit with the sewer rats and they're finding their family again.
1: No, no, that that bit annoyed me. That's why I switched over. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no shy. Uh right, okay, can we go check out a of new
4: office before we jump on train, boss?
5: Yes,
1: if you must. But <laughs> hurry up, because the train's in two hours. Right, yeah, right, right, thanks. If you need any supplies, it comes out of your money. Okay, well, we got
4: our expenses. I, I mean, no. we got but... nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Thanks, yeah. We, we, we'll
0: figure nuts. it out, we'll
5: figure it
4: out.
0: All right, now, I want to have a wank. Bloody <laughs> off, B- bloody off.
4: Right, that's <laughs> uh, bloody enough right now. Enjoy your way, sir.
1: ta You guys leave the office, head through the offices of the sales team and into the elevator, heading down to floor three. You can see the, the room. It obviously once said broom cupboard on it. But now it's got a sign, crudely written paper, stuck over it with sellotape, and it just says "Dirt Men," and then that's crossed out and it says "Dirt Boys."
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, this be us then. Well, you guys sit in here. Look, I'm just happy it's not a bin. Me too. Did you ever look inside? Yeah,
1: go on. Opening uh, the door, you can see that there is a um, dark-skinned gentleman wearing a janitor's outfit sleeping in the corner. Oi! Ah. What are you doing, doing in it? my office? My goddamn office, what the hell? Uh, can you not read this?
5: Duh-boys
1: he, he looks up at the door and he goes, What the fuck, man? I only just got this goddamn job and I'm already getting my damn cupboard given away to you assholes.
4: Double yeah, business. Look, get out. we got some pressing
3: business to do. No, and you take, get out. Take you get Detroit out. Join with you. You,
5: hey, shut, the, shut the fuck up. Look, someone, You're technically low ranked. Someone
3: rank. spilt something on floor 13. I think it was uh, the boss and it's in his office. He'll need something cleaning up in about now.
4: He said to he said to come come right away, because it's a it's a bad one.
1: Both of you give you a personality roll. <laughs> Three. Two, <laughs> Absolutely not. And you see him slam the door in your face. Right, well, yeah, it seems like our office is just
4: as great as it's always been. But right, let him know. We'll be back. This conversation's not over, but we got pressing business. You can hear from inside. Listen, I can hear y'all. I don't care. Fuck come
3: off. In. Look, uh we'll be back. Uh, you best clean it up real
4: nice, thank you very much. See you later. And be gone. be gone. before we return. Yeah, alright, I'll clean it up. Yeah, I'll do what you want. Good. Uh, as order of the dirt boys,
1: alright. Yeah, 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 I'll clean it up real nice. <laughs> Wait, what's that maniacal laugh about? That don't fill me with any kind of hope. But... I would say it was more mischievous, and then he opens the door again. I would say it's more mischievous than maniacal. Well, like, well now I've got your attention. Shut up. You seem to close the door in your face again. Right, this ain't going nowhere. Right, yeah. Enjoy it whilst it lasts. Watch it, Janitor John. Yeah.
2: going
1: to kick the door and walk away. (laughs) You give the door a little punt and then walk back to the elevator and then head back down to the reception area. Once you get down there, you can see Manweller is um, currently organising papers and pouring digital water into the hollow plants. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright, Manners.
1: Did your meeting go well?
4: It did. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, we're going to catch a train. Uh, so, we won't be in the office. But, uh, could you put out a memo that we need the current uh, guy that's in our new office to get the... Get the F out of there.
2: Which office is this you refer to?
4: well, well. you not on floor three? Yeah, as of this morning, it was actually labeled as cleaning cupboard. Might still be on a system of that. But
1: it is no longer that, it is now the Dirt Boys office. You see him start mashing the keyboard with his giant claw hands, and he goes, I see no record of there being a Dirt Boys office on floor
3: three. No, no, no. It was the broom cupboard
1: newly acquired but uh, now as per the boss
3: it's the Dirt Boy's office right? it's our, it's our uh, uh, our HQ
1: but I have not received a memo to say to change it look, <laughs> the boss has said
3: it's our office
1: right? then I will require an official document from the boss
4: right, well, it doesn't really like pencil bushes too much i will be worried we get, it's fine, it's, look, look, it's fine we sort it out when we get back have you got a plow, plow block, manners? yes good. good, good, good to know good to know, you.
1: Anyway.
4: Is that a threat? N- no, 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 we're I was just, just checking, just making sure you're not.
3: One of them. I have level
1: three anti-threat protocols.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa! That was not a threat. That was just checking for maintenance. Yeah, just making sure that you're hooked
3: up properly, you know. Because if you're running on batteries, we'd be a bit concerned about your
4: welfare. Precisely. And your hollow plants are looking great.
1: Yes. I see. And you see the screen on his face change to a look, um, to change to a look where the eyes have been thinned and they're looking at you. <laughs> Shiftily. Look
4: alive, Manus. Look alive. Okay then. Goodbye, insert name here. Bye, bye. Bye, Manus. Bye.
1: And you guys head out of the office and through the Epsilon City streets, making your way past toppled bins, government news bots, and many people also litter the pavement, either drunk, dead, or drunk dead. Above you, neon buildings project noisy advertising holograms as your feet clunk quickly across the rain-soaked pavement. Eventually, though, you do reach the Epsilon City Shinkansen station, flanked by rows upon rows of automated hair-cutting booths and a multi-story car parkium. The relatively squat building is nothing more than a graffitied metal box on which flickering purple neon sign says Rain Station. The tea has clearly been stolen or smashed up.
4: Rain Station? What, are we at the right place? This is where they met Red.
1: No, 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 somewhere else.
4: Right, so... What? what? So why does it say raid station? I
3: don't... Oh, no, train okay. station, just seen one pop past. Right,
4: right so... Well, that's a bit They're bad. missing the tea. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, if you put yeah. a tea there, It's says you Trying to take us for a ride, I Right, <laughs> OK. <laughs> Nearly got me. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we are in the right place. We're in yeah. the right place. Good. And have we got left? We've got about
3: an hour. All right, yeah. Why, you we got... can get your hair done. Well, no, I need to sort of, like, pick up some things, you know.
4: What? I need a no new drone. Right, okay. Uh,
2: is there any shops around here? I'm gonna look around. Is there any shops?
1: Yeah, you can see a bunch of shops. There's there's technology shops, cyberware places, pubs, bars. It's the standard fare that you'd find anywhere in definitely. the city. Although it does look kind of crummy around okay. here.
4: Wanna well, go to a tech shop then, get yourself a new drone? Yeah, but check it out real quick. Alright, look, what's that shop up there, see?
1: You can see a shop called the Drone Zone. <laughs> so right. I think that might be the place. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And you guys um, take a short walk away from the station and head into the drone zone. Its automatic doors open, and you can see that every surface in the shop should be kind of brilliant white and uh, like slick and and slick and very uh, modern. Mm-hmm. But um, it appears that every surface that was once white is stained and old and horrible and around on these little plinths dotted around the store appear to be second-hand drones okay. and dotted around the place you can see that there's many employees all wearing thick glasses all with drone zone t-shirts on
3: right can Mackenzie try and uh, sort of see if he can spot uh, any kind of like a decent one out of the trash that's there yeah. yeah
1: give me an intelligence roll a three yeah, you have a look around and uh you can't really um notice any. They're all a bit mucky, a bit rusty, but um yeah, other than that you you don't really notice any defining features. They they all seem to be of semi-low quality.
4: Hey, drone zonians.
1: And you see them go, "Hail." Hey <laughs> More
3: Could you could you do that a bit less, please? I don't really enjoy that in the circles.
1: We'd like to
4: see a uh, assistant if you don't mind.
1: You see a guy with a kind of fat belly. His drone zone polo shirt stretched over his fat belly, and his trousers are full of holes. And he what? comes up and he goes, he goes, all right, mate. After a drone, is it? coming at the right place. We got drones. This is the zone for the drones. Pre-order your Exacorp Reverie today. Reverie, what's that? It's a new one coming out, mate. Really experimental. Really good that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how long it take to deliver? Well, we can get it in the next couple of hours. We got
4: look. We got a head to catch. Uh, uh, my, 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 my friend and esteemed colleague here, he's a bit of a pro when it comes to knowing what the good drones are. Hang on a minute! I thought
1: I recognised you. No, you don't. No, no, yeah, no. You, you, no, you, you yeah. didn't have that beard before, but you're. No, yeah, yeah, you are still Mackenzie, aren't you? Yeah.
4: Oh no, no, not that, not that, yeah.
1: not, not that guy. No,
5: you, no, he is. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right, me a
5: little bit. Hi lads, come over here. still uh, McKenzie.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. So you see all of them approach you and they start badgering you for photos and things like this. <laughs> and one of them's like, Still, still still you're my hero. I don't even, I don't even mind that you did that illegal thing.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. is done. Now, fuck off. There's all water under the bridge and he's it, 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 an, an innocent man.
1: All wait, right. wait, wait, sir. Sir Mackenzie, could you... Would you do me the honour of signing my drone? <sighs> and you see him unfold a small um, hobby drone from his pocket. And he goes, please. <sighs> it's for me kids. Here's oh. oh, a pen. Oh, has anyone got a pen?
0: Yeah, for jacks sake. Has
1: yeah, got a yeah, pen? Yeah, 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 I got one. I got one. Here you go. Here you go. And you, and you see that employee hand the other one the pen. And he goes, this is amazing. And he hands you the pen. I can't believe it. Steal Mackenzie in my shop.
3: I'm going to um, just uh, put a line through the brand word that's on that, of the
1: drone. Nice. Yeah, so you do that and he goes, Strange signature.
3: Well, it was my hand, the pen in my hand, and I touched it on that
4: and signed. Right. Could you sign it to eBay, please?
1: Is uh, that your name? Yes, that's my name, yeah. Right, okay. Any no. of you drones onions know anything about weapons? Oh, you want weapons, is it? Well, well. well, legally, we don't have a license to sell weapons. You're going to have to go next door to more guns, more funds. Good. All right. Thanks. For, well, what about tasers? As I said, mate, we don't really sell tasers. We, just drones. Yeah, just drones. You, they've got their mounts on them, so all you need to do is buy like a gun and mount it on there. Simple. Real right. simple. Look. Get us a drone. Need it now. All right. Well, we've got, I know you famously use the, uh, the Exocorp hover drone. I've got one of those in stock for only 500 woos. You yeah. want one of those? Done. Can we get yes, a celebrity discount? Yeah, tell you what, I'll do it for four nine
5: nine. It's not bad. <sighs> it's That's sure a I'm woolong alone. off, mate. That's the go. best.
1: That's the fairest I can do. You see him put it in a bag for you. And um, yeah, then he rings up the register and you hand him 500 woolongs.
3: I'll um, open it up and inspect it real quick.
1: Yeah, give me an intelligence roll to inspect the quality of the drone. Four. <laughs> yeah, you look thing? at it and it looks it looks pretty good, pretty similar to your last one. Uh, there's you know there's a couple of leaves in the in the rotors and things like this, but other than that, it looks pretty decent. I'll de-leave it. Yeah, you take a couple of the leaves out, but getting all the gunk out is going to be hard. Uh, and when did you say that super duper new one's coming in? Uh, well, we can get it in a couple of hours. Yeah, it's a release today actually, but uh, you know, shipment it apparently got knocked off by some yakuza. Oh yeah, sounds good. How much is that one? That's getting well. Whoa, top of the line one that we don't usually sell new ones here, but we do sell this one. Um, so you can get it for about ten thousand. What does uh, it do? Oh, mate, what don't it do? <coughs> I mean, what, what don't it fucking do? You know, it can lift this. Uh, it can lift the weight of a human man. It's got a mount for a mini gun on there. It can morph into a tank.
4: Well, okay, say no more.
1: Right, well you order it,
4: and we pick it up on way back. Hmm,
3: I think. I think, uh, you're a bit mistaken about how much woolong we've got. Oh. Didn't he not give us million? No. <laughs> no? No. Oh. If he'd give us a million, we wouldn't be here, would we? Oh, right. What What did he give
4: us, then? Uh, somewhere between nine and ten K. Right. And what's he want for draw? ten K? Yeah. All right, look, we'll pop back and have a look at it on yeah. the way back. Yeah, we'll definitely come back, have our eyes looking at it, right?
1: all right sounds good mate well anyway thanks for coming in thanks for the photos i've got to say it's a pleasure to meet you mate you do stink a bit look it's not amazing all right okay anyway have a good one mate all
4: right drone zoners
1: and you head out of the drone zone the automatic doors sliding and closing behind you you're back out on the street across the opposite side of the street you can see the shinkansen station But uh, next to you, obviously, is More Guns, More Funds. Uh, There's a McDonald's there, and there's a couple of bars as well.
3: I'll go to More Guns, More Funds.
1: You go over to More Guns, More Funs, and the building is painted in like military green. Yeah. Loads of different uh, lazoids and revolvoids and machine guns all hang in the window. And opening the manual door, you hear a bell ring as you enter the shop and some old classical music plays out of a speaker. Behind the counter is an old raggedy looking man with a big beard. He wears a bandolier of guns. Howdy! Alright.
5: Well, mate. I see you want more fun. Yeah. Well you gotta have more guns in. <laughs> How can I help y'all? I need a gun for my drone. Gun for your drone? Okay, we got
1: all sorts of shit here, man. What y'all need? Uh,
3: you know, there's a base, the number one that fits on this.
1: Ain't such thing as a normal gun. Everyone's unique. Everyone's unique. You gotta treat it like a lady. You know the you one? You gotta one treat it real nice. You gotta clean it once in a while, take it apart. Yep, yeah, you know. Just that, like you would with a lady. Yeah, Sorry, I keep yeah, interrupting yeah, y'all. Uh-huh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that no more. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, like. So, the, watch y'all after. Mm hmm. You know the slightly modified revolvoid that fits on this hover right now?
1: Yeah, we got those, but it's, uh, it's not exactly exciting, you know what I mean? Why
3: yeah, not? but I, it works. Why, well, I hey, like to work hey, with well, what I know, so you know works. Will you stop, come on man, will you
1: stop interrupting me?
3: Wait, you're the one that interrupted me?
1: I'm, I'm not sure that that happened. Do you want to say or not? I would like that very much, Sherry, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> yeah, right, I'll get that revolver, then, thanks. Because Absolutely. that's gonna be 40 wool-longs. Right, yep, yeah, there you go. Transaction complete. You slide the money over to him on the desk and he quickly puts it into his
5: dungarees. Can I get some ammo? Yeah, we got ammo, motherfucker. What kind of ammo you want? You want hop, hollow point rounds? You want goddamn fire rounds? You want slugs?
3: Ugh, he's got any armor piercings?
1: Oh, you know it, girlfriend.
3: Don't call me that.
1: I'll give you 20 bullets and 5 woos.
3: Right, well, I'll get 80.
1: All right, 80 bullets in this, motherfucker? Those are good bullets, man. I can see. Those are good bullets I made them myself in my basement. What about tasers? Oh, we got tasers. We got yeah. lasers. We got phasers and mazes. Which one you want, man? Have you got a taser, laser? What, you mean like a handheld laser that fits in your pocket?
4: Uh, more of a taser-type laser. Well, oh,
1: no, y'all want a gun that finds electricity.
4: Well, <clears throat> no. I just don't want to. I, I want something where I could uh, knock people out but not kill them.
5: Oh, yo, yo, you're gonna want a top of the range model for that. We got a shotgun up there, get some slugs. <coughs> Shepard, no. that damn shotgun down your trouser leg, ain't nobody gonna detect it.
3: No, no, electric, yeah, electric gun, yeah.
5: you only electric gun, okay, uh, well. electric gun. Okay, electric gun. One that's uh,
1: a little bit low power, mid-range maybe. Mister Mr.
4: low. Not too much
1: kickback. You see him sort of um, open the, the wooden desk that he sits behind and go around the front and he's looking around at all of his guns and he's going, electric gun, electric gun. Ah, there it is. This one's called the Shocker. And you blast this at anybody, it's got a range of about 50 feet, man. You, you got them gonna knock them out. It's got three power seconds. You got low, you got mid, and you got fuck them up. <coughs> it sounds great. How much is that? That's gonna be 5,000. It's one of my greatest inventions. I didn't invent it. I bought it. But I had the idea to bolt it in. That was my invention. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of woes. It's a lot of gun. And you can charge it at any plug socket. Mm. It's a fucking good gun, man. You're gonna want that gun. You're gonna want that gun, let me tell you that for free. When the government comes and they try to take our weapons away, what are they gonna do? They, go, they ain't gonna get past you if you got an electricity gun, so that's the sale, I believe. And he holds out his hand as if to um, shake yours to do the deal. The shocker. You want not take the shocker? Can I have the shocker? It's a bit fucking expensive, isn't it? Could you knock a little bit of money off it? Yeah, I'll do
4: I'll do it for $4,999. $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4. Oh, uh, next door we're trying that one. Come on, I'm talking
1: about a real bit of discount. How about 3000 Give me a personality roll. <laughs> Four. I can't do it, man. I got kids to feed. If I had kids, I'll feed them. Right. Alright. Forget
4: the shocker. It's too expensive for me. Alright.
1: No, 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 no. Let's do a deal. I'll do it for
4: 4998. Have you got anything that's less uh, grand as the shocker? Have you yes. got just a taser, right?
1: Look, we got a basic taser, yeah, but it ain't as exciting as the goddamn I'm shocker. I've got a basic taser. Well, what you can do is, an, as an alternative, jam the switch on, tape it down, and then throw it. What was it? And like? then, and then hey. you got a projectile weapon. A taser's a lady's weapons. A what about this one? stapler? You do anything with this?
5: A stapler, man? I can't
1: do nothing with a stapler. Look, look, you're in a gunshot! Alright. Why a goddamn gun? Give me a gun. He, he goes, right, so you want to knock people out but not kill them. I'll give you this revolver void, and I'll give you I'll give you some, 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 some slugs. I'll take some slugs, and I'll take some bugs, and I'll take some rubbers. Okay, I don't know what you goddamn saying, but it, okay, that's four, 40 woolongs for the revolver, and then, and then it's gonna be five for for twenty bullets, rubber yeah. bullets. Uh, can I can
4: I have some lethal bullets and some non-lethal?
1: Okay, fine, fine. So yeah, you you hand over the cash and and um, buy this and complete the transaction. He goes, oh boy, you're gonna have a lot of fun with that one. All right, yeah. well thank you very much. See you later. See you soon.
4: Come back. Come back anytime. Well done. Right, let's get this chain, we got a chain
1: to catch. Hi, it's Harrison here, your Cyber Dungeon Master. And I'm just here with a quick message, I'm very sorry to interrupt the program, but uh, I just wanted to say a word from our sponsors, which is us. Um, 78 Hamlet Happenings, a um, toolkit for OSR games where GMs can... Determine Random Events for Towns Using Tarot Cards is available now on DriveThruRPG So if you want to support the show go and check that out Additionally, I'm going to be at Con on the Cob, a great RPG board game nerd convention And that's going to be October 3rd to the 6th and that's in Richfield, Ohio So come by because I'm going to be running an exclusive preview of Tough Guys The London expansion for Wise Guys, a gangster setting for Savage Worlds which is coming out soon Um, In addition to that, I'm gonna be doing two panels, one about weird RPGs and another about podcasting. So come along, come see those things, you'll have a great time. Let's get back to the program, shall we? So you head out of uh, More Guns More Funds and head over to the Shinkansen ticket office and as you're outside you can see that two windows look into the ticket office and you can see its hard concrete floor is littered with half empty beer cans, stubbed out cigarettes and the homeless. On the right hand side however is a booth Behind a thick sheet of glass sits a depressed-looking blonde woman wearing a tatty, fraying, government issue jumper. The woman's pigtails suggest a childlike innocence, but her doomed expression suggests otherwise.
3: Yeah, let's walk in.
1: Yeah, you enter the ticket office and you walk up to the ticket booth. And the woman's like, can I help you? Cheer up, love. It may never happen. What may never happen? Never mind. So how can I help you today? Yeah, oh, get two to Zeta City, return. Okay, which class would you like? Hmm,
3: uh, what the price uh, differences again there? I e- can't remember.
1: Economy tickets are 3,000 each. Club classes, 6,000 each. And then of course, casino classes, 10,000 each. Yeah, yeah, just two economies. Would you would you like a meal with that? How much is that? Yeah.
4: So 3,000 <laughs> each. <laughs> no, no, just uh, no thanks. Do you get complimentary peanuts?
1: Uh no, we don't, we don't you don't get contrimentally contra- peanuts.
4: Right, okay. I did realize train travel was so expensive.
1: Yeah. So it, really, we didn't get a bonus at all. It is a 200-mile journey. I see. Right, okay. Alright. 2 coach class. Uh, yeah. E- economy. Uh, yeah. You yeah, know, economy. Um, you guys uh, hand her some cash and buy two economy class tickets, and she prints out and she prints out some brown tickets and hands them through a um, sort of window in the panel, and uh, then she goes, "Thank you. Have a nice journey." Do you get to do you get to ride for free? No, I, I get a I get a one percent discount. Oh, that's that's
3: uh, quite kind of them, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say it's kind, but. All the cities are all the same, they're just shitholes and the trains are horrible. I mean, have a nice journey, <laughs> and you see her sort of paint a sort of forced smile on her face.
4: You have a nice day too. I'll try. <laughs> I'll just
1: get out of here before I kill myself. Heading out to the station's only platform, your nostrils are assaulted by the stench of burning and copper. You see that the concrete platform is stained all over with chewing gum and a disconcerting stenchful wetness. However, directly in front of you, on the tracks, appears the Shinkansen. A 12 carriage bullet train suddenly pulls into the platform. Its front carriage resembles a metal ramp with windows and each subsequent car is a large metal box with thick manual doors and small barred windows. The masses of graffiti on the side illuminate this locomotive with faded colour and as you stand by the fourth carriage down the spray paint claims things like Darren is a dick and life sucks and so does your mum. The most creative of the street art though simply says cunt pipe. You see that the queues and queues of sad, hunched wage slaves file into the train. Can I do
3: a quick spot, to see if I can see all the David Attenboroughs?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Give me an intelligence roll to look around. Fuck me! Uh, Three. You have a look over at the bustle of people, and there's so many that you just can't get a read on this guy. You're looking for people that look the same, and... Mm. They may already be on the train, but you can't see them anywhere on the platform.
2: Can I have a spy?
1: Absolutely. Oh, 15. Yeah, so you have a look at the crowds, giving it a sort of sharper, keener eye than Mackenzie did. And you can't see anyone that looks like David Attenborough okay. at the moment, but people are filing onto the train in on mass. All right, cool.
4: Oh, I can't see him yet, but look, he's got to be here somewhere. Let's get on the train. Can yeah. I get a seat. If we get a
3: seat closest to um, business class. Yeah. Yeah. Then it means we can sneak in and lick some peanuts. Well, yeah, that too, but you know, it just means like we're like one step closer to being able to see him. You know? Oh, right, yeah,
4: that too, right? He's okay.
3: clearly not going to be in the Economies if, he, no. if he's the CEO, he? I'd like to use the loose
4: in the upper class too.
1: Entering the train up the three step staircase and boarding onto economy class. You are met with a thick atmosphere of body odour and airlessness. The carriage is nothing more than a time-worn carpet spread over the floor of a box filled to the brim with grimy individuals. There are no seats, no handholds, and all around you people read newspapoids, pick their noses and smoke cigarettes, making the air even thicker with foul must. As you stand there, taking in your surroundings, you suddenly hear the doors of the train slam shut, followed by a large hissing sound. Then the shaking of the carriage and the moving of the scenery beyond the barred windows lets you know that you're moving. You hear an announcement.
5: Thank you
1: very much for using Epsilon City super train rail today. The next stop is Zeta City. That is Zeta City. Oh yep, yeah, good.
4: Right, let's be on the right one. Well, I suppose we'd best start the patrol. This isn't really what I expected of train travel.
3: No, no. I haven't been on one of these
4: um ever. No. Don't think I will again. Definitely thought there'd be a seat. Yeah, no seat. Right, so what we're gonna do is just kinda wade through, looking at people.
3: Well yeah, uh, well see, we're a bit scruff. Right. I think we need to try and tidy ourselves up a bit if we go on to try and mosey on through the
4: uh, the higher areas. Okay, okay. Or we can pretend to be ticket inspectors.
3: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There's no bad shout except we don't have the uniform. Oh, shoot.
1: Uh well we might be able to get one. That's true. If
4: we can find a ticket man. Where's the shitter?
1: Yeah, give me an intelligence
2: roll to look around. Uh, sixteen. Oh, well, another three. <laughs>
1: You can see that, by, you can see that in one of the corners, as the crowd parts with the train shaking, that there is a bucket with something in it that has a lot of flies swimming around it. But there's no actual toilets. However, looking around, you can see that the, the by the door leading further back down the train, a scratched sign says "Casino Class," and the one leading up the train, you can see a sign that says "Buffet Car." Buffet food.
4: Buffet. Fucking starving. I don't think our ticket allows us
1: to go to buffet. Look, don't matter. Should we try a look? I'm starving too, I've not eaten for days. Let's go get some grub. Good. You wade through the crowd, annoying many people as you barge your way through and you open the doors separating your carriage with the next. You see in front of you a large sneeze guarded heated display of hot ham like substance, trays of battered sewer fish and fried lung worms. Aside all this is a salad bar filled to the brim with lettuce substitute, tomato like fruit hybrid and all sorts of other vegetabloids. The smell of oil type frying liquid and fresh warm food is intoxicating. You see many lucky patrons all sitting around tables smiling and laughing as they scoff down sporkfuls of salad topped with greasy fried substances. There is a hot coffee machine too. On its front it boasts almost nearly like the real thing. As you enter through the tinted windows, you see the blasted lands, the radiated wasteland deserts that's found between the cities. Far in the distance, you see the gargantuan bubble that domes over Epsilon City. Sunlight gleams off its radiation proof surface. Well, it's almost beautiful, isn't it?
4: What, Epsilon? Well, not just that, but I mean just the site. What, a sight. What, our twisted landscape that we find ourselves in? Yeah.
1: Uh, beautiful's not a word I'd use. Scorched waistlines, probably. More apt. A woman approaches you both. <laughs> she is wearing a serving woman's uniform, complete with a striped shirt and short black dungarees. Her dusky blonde hair is in a tight ponytail. She also wears a warm smile. Hello, sirs. Whoa. Ah, oh, we are. Hey, baby, job Hello. I, I, I often do that. I apologize. And welcome to the buffet car. May I see your tickets? Yeah, we actually... Left them in the casino, In the bucket. I mean, casino. Okay, both of you give me a personality roll. Eight. A four. Well then, um, just go and retrieve them and come back, and uh, I'll be happy to let you in. And her speech is cut off by a sudden gunshot which rings through the cabin. You see her and the train's patrons hit the deck, and then, on the opposite side of the cart, you see a balaclava-wearing revolvoid-toting man. He holds a Hessian bag in his free hand, wears a bomber jacket and a filthy pair of trainers. Get on floor now, you fucking chatty! He fires a few more shots into the ceiling. A sudden smell of copper and chemicals invades its way through the bullet holes.
0: Put money in fucking bag, I'm not fucking joking, you bastard, fuck thrice, stop me and shoot fucking head! Let's get down low and get our weapons out.
4: Yeah, 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 just gonna get down low. Yeah, take your by, buddy. It's the most buddy we've ever had.
1: All you right. guys get down low, now. Give me a, a now give me an agility roll to get your weapons out sneakily.
3: Six. I've got an unnatural 20. He done
1: right Ice, you're not used to handling a gun and you get it out clumsily and it makes a sound. You're not sure if he's noticed it yet. However, Mackenzie, you get your drone out of one pocket and your gun out of the other and you've got them now behind your back. And you can see that the man is currently stomping his way through the car um, snatching up wallets from the customers of the buffet car who mostly lay on the floor whimpering.
0: Everyone give fucking money! I'm not, I'm not joking, i fucking shooting! You fucking! are you? Do You bloody fucking!
1: And he, start, he starts firing into the ceiling again, and you see him sort of reloading his gun, and he's heading over to you guys with the Hessian sack in his hand, and he points at dry ice with his gun, and he goes, Put
0: fucking gun down and I shoot who fucking head! Uh, okay.
4: I, I'm just putting it down ever so slowly. As he sta- uh,
1: starts to motion it down, I want to go for a, a sucker shot. Roll agility versus his agility and see if you can outspeed him. Unnatural 20.
0: Ah, fucking bloody, why are you
1: done? Five damage. So you pull your gun out and shoot him in the stomach. Why are you done? And you see him slump onto the floor and he's bleeding all over the carpet in the buffet car. I'm gonna stand up and
3: walk over to him like an arrogant motherfucker and just be like, Look, I'm, just, I'm gonna be the hero today, right?
0: Why you be hero? I have fucking no money. Yeah. I want money, I need to feed children. I need fucking money. Yeah, well, it's
3: not the best way to do it now, is it? Now you gun got yourself shot.
0: Now I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding to death.
4: I mean, how can you, how can you take money? How can you take money like that?
1: Because government, they don't do anything right and I need, oh, oh so much bloody. I'll take his gun off him. Yeah, you just snatched the gun out of his limp hand and he goes, Oh,
0: that's my, that's my favourite gun, my fucking grandfather. Oh. We should give you a slap.
1: Look, everyone, everyone, you can stand up now, yes, yes, you're welcome, by the way. Uh, you see people around the carriage sort of gingerly standing up, and then an applause starts up. Uh, uh, all cheering you and applauding you, people come over and start patting you on the back. Hello? May
0: be helping me please? I'm fucking bleeding to death here.
1: <laughs> as, he's, as he's
3: saying that, I'm going to um, just ignore him and start greeting the people and you, then start walking towards the actual um, serving area, demanding some food
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's it's nice. amazing you start walking through the crowd, shaking hands everyone's patting you on the back they're chucking you like five woolongs here five woolongs there, as they retrieve their, their wallets out of his bag and then Ice, as you sort of stand there watching Mackenzie enjoying this uh, sort of five seconds of being the hero, and you see the guy who just got shot on the floor, um, his eyes roll into the back of his head and he goes, tell him I fuck and he's just, he he dies. I think he might have uh, snuffed it.
4: Ice! Yeah? Come on, come here with me. Alright, alright, hello.
1: You notice, as you stand now at the front of the queue for the food, you notice that the train is still moving, despite a few gunshots ringing out in the train, it's still going. And the woman behind the counter happily serves you some food, and is happy to serve you some food, and she simply says, So, what can I get you? Anything, anything, it's on the house. Yeah, all the best stuff, thanks. Enough for two, me and ice. She piles yes. a plate high with salad, uh, lung worms, fish, ham-like substance, and you now sit at a table. And everyone, within about a minute, just seems to resume their day as if it's perfectly normal. Yes. And you guys are sitting around having a nice meal, a big, fat fucking meal. All right, any David Attenboroughs in here? <laughs> Both getting in intelligence roll. Fourteen. There are currently none in the carriage. None whatsoever. Um, And you just notice that everyone sitting around is like businessmen. They've got suits on. I mean, they spent 3,000 Wulongs on the privilege to have food. So they're all kind of rich-looking people. But no David Attenboroughs. You don't see Johan Hagstead or his crew anywhere.
4: Uh, I can't see him. Oh, let's finish this meal. Yeah. It's pretty delicious. Mosey on through, right?
1: and then you guys tuck into a delicious meal, the biggest one you've had in a long, long time. Nice. As you sit there, you kind of look around the cabin and you can see that on the door, opposite you, there is a sign saying club class, and behind you obviously leads back to economy class, and you just sit around eating your meal, and now you sit there with empty plates and full stomachs. Mm, that was good. I'm right stuffed. I'm, I, I haven't eaten that well
4: in... ever. Me too. Me too. That was bad. Pretty good. You reckon we can sneak a look in uh, club class. We probably came, but I'm a bit tired. What, were you going have a little nap? Well, I feel like I'm slipping
3: into a food coma, could
1: you grab us like uh, many coffees? Let me go get coffee. Yeah, you go over to the coffee machine, they've got regular and turbo, okay. so you, you, you grab a couple of turbo coffees and bring them back to the table.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, that smells almost nearly like
1: coffee there. Nearly there, nearly yeah. <laughs> there. Congrats. Have that, that'll that you up. Yep, cheers.
3: I'm going to take both of the mugs and drink both. Nice.
1: Yeah, you, you knock them back, and even while it's still hot, but it's 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 quite refreshing. It wakes you up after your food coma. Ah,
4: back in the room? Uh, yeah. Good. Ready to rumble. Right, so what we want to do is try and have a, have a butcher's in club class. Yep. Chuck get our friend by serve and counter might help us out. Well, we can only but ask. We did save the fucking day. Yep. Well, I didn't. I didn't do much. I just dropped me gun, but... Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's fine. You were the perfect distraction.
4: There we go. Exactly, exactly.
1: And now he's dead. So, right, let's have a chat then. Excuse me. Yes. Thank you for the food. Oh, any any time. Thank you so much for saving our lives. You, you have no idea how often this happens. Uh, just one of the just one of the just one of the um, flaws of the job, I guess. Yeah. Do you mind
3: escorting us through the club, class? I think one of our friends is in there, I just for i want to say hi.
1: Oh, um, I would absolutely love to, but I can't. I'm not allowed. You see, because are people in serving uniforms, they ruin the atmosphere and the expensive classes, you know what I mean? So we're not, we're not allowed in there, but I can open the door for you. That would be great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be and great. And we'll find our own way in. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. You and the serving woman walk up to the door. She just opens what is a normal manual door. Once she does, she just goes, right, have a good time. Cheers, love. See you soon. Uh, you, so you open this door and you can see opposite you another door as the carriage, carriages sort of change. And standing outside the door to club class, you can hear the muffled sound of music coming from within. Should we try to sneak in? Oh, sneaky like. Oh,
3: not sure how we're going to do it, but yeah, let's let's try and crouch and open the
4: door and see if... Uh... Right, that's a good idea. Go lower, go lower, and then we go in. Yeah.
1: All right, you guys crouch down. Now like, give me an agility roll to sneak in. Sixteen. I've oh, got bloody... a ten. You open the door crouching down and entering the cabin. Upon opening the door you're immediately met with a blast of music to the face as a DJ in a clown mask plays some repetitive classical music from a booth on the right side the foul beats pumping out their shabba rhythm vibrating the whole carriage. (laughs) The windows in here are completely blacked out, the only illumination coming from a light and laser box on the ceiling which beams bright blue light around the dance floor, on which you see many of the club's patrons, shuffling like zombies to the music. As they all stand facing the DJ and shuffling from side to side, they show little to no emotion on their tired faces. On the far side is a small bar, behind which you see the figure of a serving person. They dart around mixing cocktails and shaking shakers. Dotted around in the darker corners are many booths and sofas. Silhouetted figures can be seen with champagne bottles on their low tables. As you crouch taking in the scene, you are approached by a man. He is tall, dark skinned and wears a thick worn leather jacket, along with a pair of Huawei Google AR goggles as he eyes you up and down. And he's looking only at Steel Mackenzie and he goes, Welcome to club class. May I see your tickets, please? Here's my ticket.
3: I'm gonna uppercut him. Give me a
1: melee attack roll,
3: then, please. 18.
1: You, you uppercut this bouncer right in the chin and you see him hit the deck and he slumps onto the floor and his head hits the floor and sort of bounces back off of it. I'll drag him
3: into loose and then I'll put some his clothes on to make myself look like a bouncer if that's cool.
1: Right, uh, give me an agility roll to do it so that nobody sees you. Can I help? Yeah, absolutely. Right. 17, 14. You guys drag this guy just around the corner to a loo that's right next to the doorway. And, and Mackenzie, you're now sat in this uh, horrible toilet booth with this guy on the floor, loads of piss stains on the floor, and he's completely out cold.
3: I put the minimum on me to make myself look like a bouncer.
1: Yeah, he's got a badge and a leather jacket. There you go. There you go. I'll do that. Put him in the toilet. Has got one of those earpieces? Yeah, yeah, he's got an earpiece as well, so...
3: Yeah, I'll, p- I'll just put the earpiece badge and the jacket on. Nice. So
1: you spend about the next 15 minutes stripping this guy down, propping him up on the toilet and taking his leather jacket badge and earpiece. And now you are kitted out and look like a bouncer. You've got a leather jacket over your leather jacket.
3: Yeah. Alright, okay, so if we can go back into the club room.
1: Yeah, you burst out of the club room and can still hear the music with all the people shuffling around to it. Um, and can see all those silhouetted, f- silhouetted figures in the booths.
3: Well, considering I'm just for the part, I'm just going to walk around like I own the place. Nice. And see
1: if I can spot the any Attenboroughs. You walk around cockily and sort of look around into each booth. Give me an intelligence roll to see if you spot them. Four. With a four, you do um, see a booth of David Attenboroughs. <gasps> Yes. you they're on the far side they're, but you have a massive amount of trouble discerning which one's the leader they're all wearing the same shirt all have the same robotic legs and they all sit there just chatting amongst each other it's difficult to hear over the music but discerning which one is Johan Hagstead is almost impossible with your four. Mackenzie, still Mackenzie you walk back over to Ice you know where they are now Right well, Ice, I've got a plan what, What's
4: happened? Have you found them? Have you located them? Attenborough's are in that booth there Right, right. Here's my
3: plan. We're gonna do a pat down because I'm a bouncer now.
4: Oh, I like it. Okay.
3: Yeah, we gotta do some security uh, checks.
4: Security checks, right? Okay. What do you want me to do?
3: Um, well, I'm pretty sure they don't know you, so you could just help, be my assistant. All right? Okay. Right. That's all right. Oh, sweet. Um, we should probably just do a couple of normal muggings first, just so they don't see that.
2: Um, you know, oh, wrong.
1: Great idea. All right, let's do him.
2: And I just point it at some random person.
1: You see this person with uh, kind of a mohawk shuffling about lazily on the dance floor and approach him.
3: I'll tap him on the shoulder.
1: You tap him on the shoulder and he turns around and he goes, What? Right, there, there's been a shooting in this train. I need to do some pat-downs. Could you come with me, please? Well, actually, well, no, mate. No, I'm dancing, all right? You can't interrupt art. Uh, actually, I can here. Yeah.
3: And I'll flash, my, I'll flash the bouncer lanyard and I'll just go, yep, I can. All right, so come with me. Just a quick pat down.
1: You'll be back to your dancing shortly. Give me a personality roll. Uh, two, mate. You ain't got no authority over me. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're not a policeman. You're not my mum. So fuck off. And you fantastic. see him just shuffling on the dance floor. He turns around and continues to look at the DJ.
3: Okay, well, this may be a bit harder than I thought. Okay, get straight to the, straight to the booth. Straight to the booth. Come on.
1: All right, let's go. You guys walk past the dance floor and over to the booth where you can see the Attenboroughs. As the Planet Earthers sit there sipping champagne and chatting amongst each other, you they're just flat out ignoring you.
3: I'll knock on the side to make my presence known.
1: You knock on the side of the booth and then you see one of them turn to you and he goes
5: See how the bouncer interrupts what would otherwise be a good morning? A ritual in which he might get knocked the fuck out.
3: Look, sorry to interrupt there, fine sirs, but there has been a shooting on this here train. Now, just as a security measure, I'm currently going through the carriages and I'm performing some spot checks and some quick pat-downs. Now, if you wouldn't mind to form an orderly queue, we can get this over and done with really quickly. I'm just going to stand at the end of this carriage over here. So please, on your way.
1: Give me a personality roll. Go on.
5: Nine. The bouncer says there has been a shooting on the train. One of them starts up, And yet, we are nothing to do with it, and as a result, we shall remain in our drinking ritual. There will be no patting down of us today. I understand that this
3: may be somewhat an inconvenience, but I rest assured this is purely a precaution, as it is my duty and care to make sure that everyone, especially
5: the Attenboroughs, are safe and sound. The Bouncer is a persistent creature. He gobbles on with his warbling, and yet will get nowhere with the planet Earthers. Right, this isn't working. Come in, quick chat.
3: I'll, I'll walk away from the booth with um, ice.
5: As
1: you're walking away, um, you hear one of them start up, and he goes,
5: the slovenly gait of the common bouncer is one known by all. <laughs>
1: <I'm> like, <laughs>
4: I can see you were struggling, so I've had another
5: idea. What about if we ply them with
4: booze, somehow? And then they might have to go to the toilet. And then we can, uh, maybe jump them in there. I know what you're
3: thinking. You're going to walk straight over to the bar. Yep,
1: yeah, you walk over to the bar, and there's a guy there, sort of, um, cleaning some glasses. And he looks over at you, and he, go- he goes,
0: All right, mate, you new? Yep,
1: yeah, I'm new here. I'll come off the to 47, tonight. Yeah. not I? All right, so... Give me a personality roll. <laughs> 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 oh, you were trying to trying to get away with it there. <laughs> you, seven,
2: you know that. I've got, got the
1: nine. Oh right. Yeah, 47. Yeah right. So, uh,
3: you know the car the, you know the booth with the Ambras?
1: Oh yeah, the Planet Earthers. Oh, deadly yeah, gang, deadly gang, mate. Yeah
3: well, You they... wanna watch out for them? They've got a tab haven't they?
1: No 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 mate, they're paying in hard cash. Right, yeah, well they want to set up a tab. No tabs mate, no tabs. We don't do tabs. I know you're new on this particular Shinkansen but we don't. No tabs, no tabs. You know what it always leads to? Fighting.
3: Look, there's been a shooting in the other carriage. If they get annoyed, there may be another. So, it is our duty of care to make sure that they're happy and there's no more shootings.
1: Give me another personality roll. <laughs> a two! Oh, what? You're mate, so you know so the right rules, there. no tabs, I'm sorry. If I, could, if I could help you out, I would, you know. I know your job's hard, but mine's just as hard, mate. So, you're going to have to you just deal with it.
3: Alright, here, look, oh, okay, look.
1: See them bottles of whiskey? Yep. Don't want of all of them. they not want all of
3: them. You want all those
1: bottles of whiskey? Yeah. That's going to set you back at least a foul, mate. They're not me, then. Well, we'll ask them to come over and pay for it, then. While this conversation's going on, can I start sneaking behind the bar? Yeah, absolutely. So, he's distracted. Yeah, so, yeah, give me an agility roll. Two. You walk up to the bar and just open the little hatch at the side, and as you do so, the guy immediately notices and he just points to you and he goes, Don't. No. Yeah, what?
3: Look, ignore him. He's my assistant. He's just doing some checks, making sure that the bottles are aligned correctly. I know it's your job, but he needs to learn somehow, doesn't
1: he? Right, well, he can't come behind the bar, mate. That's a sacred holy ground. Alright, I will look, j-
3: look, can you just let him once look at him? He's... Like, can I just do my job? He's a kid, come on.
1: Personality roll again. Seven. What? Mate, I don't know what you think you're on, but I've, look, I've got a job to do here, and you guys are pissing me the fuck off. I've got a taser You're going to taser the barman, yeah? <laughs> All right, give me a melee attack roll. Four. You reach over the bar with your taser, and he simply takes a step back as you press the button, and it starts crackling and whizzing with electricity. And he just goes, right! And you see him grab a shotgun from behind the bar.
4: I'm going to light your cigarette.
1: Well, now I'm going to light you! Roll initiative. Duck! (laughs) So first up is going to be ice. This man stands in front of you, cocks his shotgun, and he's ready to fight. I am going to duck behind the bar, first of all, so I'm out of shot range.
2: And then I'm going to try and scuffle round and jump
1: through the sides of the bar at him. Yeah, so you duck behind the bar and then crawl round to the open part on the right-hand side and you're now behind cover.
2: I'm going to leap out from the, from behind the bar and try and taser the barman in the leg. Uh,
1: 17. Give yeah. me that damage. As you reach around the bar, jab the barbs into his leg and press the button. You see him briefly go,
0: <laughs>
1: and he's like, right, you're in for it now, mate. Next up is going to be Steel Mackenzie. As he's done that, can I try and grab his head and slam it against the, the bar? Yeah, give me a mellow attack roll. 10. You reach over the bar, go to grab his head, and he deftly moves his head back. You miss, unfortunately, and don't manage to slam his his head into the bar, but he's now fully aware of you sort of grasping over the bar as well.
3: I'm going to duck um, at the front of the bar.
1: Yeah, you duck down, and then it's gonna be his turn. He turns to his left and goes to shoot ice with his shotgun, but he misses, and you see a shot ring into the side of the train carriage, and once again, that horrible acrid smell wafts through the carriage as a whole and is blasted into the side. All of the patrons are now completely aware of what's going on as they hear the shotgun ring out, and they all back into one corner, start uh, starting to scream all the while the planet Earth just sit there calm as anything and they've got their hands on their robotic knees just looking at you with a with a squinted expression it's
4: another shooter
1: okay give me a personality roll see if you can convince them 19. you see the Attenboroughs produce guns from their pockets and start to run towards <laughs> the, to the bar. Yeah, three of them pelt forward, um, next up is going to be ice. I'm going to shout,
4: The barman's got mental trying to kill everybody.
1: And then I'm going to try and taste him again. <laughs> okay, yeah, give me a melee tank. <laughs> Twelve. That's going to hit. One damage again. You take the taser out, jam it into his leg again, and press the button. And he goes, <laughs> And he goes, It's going to take a lot more than that to bring me down, you fucking cunt. So
0: trying to shoot everybody. I wasn't. These guys are criminals.
1: And the Attenboroughs suddenly stop as they're running towards the bar, and one of them goes,
5: There is some confusion among the animals of the train.
3: Look, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's off his nut. He's drank too much.
1: Mackenzie, it's your turn. Yeah, I want to jump over the bar, grab him, and pin him to the ground. Give me an agility roll to dive over the bar first.
4: Yes! I got it really!
1: Three in total. Damage. As you leap over the bar, you dive onto him, knocking him over and pinning him to the ground. His head hits on a shelf behind the bar and starts to bleed. Uh. Get off me! No! Get off! Put the gun down! He starts to wriggle around and writhe, and then it's going to be his turn. He he can't get a good angle with the shotgun, so he goes to headbutt you. <laughs> he scores a crit. <laughs> it is a stunningly brutal headbutt as he cracks his head against yours. You take six damage and feel ringing in your ears. Now get off! Stop! <laughs> Fucking quiet. Oi! Bit of help here, Attenboroughs! Next up, they're going to take their turn, but they're not ho- They're not sure who to go for at this point. They don't know who's the, who's the real person interrupting their fun. And they are going to go for Steel Mackenzie, oh, no. but they just start to shoot at your back. One of them fires at you, and you hear his weapon um, unmistakably jam, and it just starts to click, and he's like... Oh.
5: The gun is a primitive tool that does not work 100% of the time. The other one fires but just hits a bottle of Jack Dagnall from behind the bar
1: which explodes and then the last one hits you in the back with a shot doing four damage and you start to bleed profusely from the back.
5: Not me you fucking idiots! The situation is unclear as the animals are fighting. Which one will be the dominant force?
1: I'm the fucking
3: security around here. You gotta listen to what I'm saying. There's a terrorist
1: on the train. Um, Ice, it is your turn. You can see that Steel is on top of the barman, and that the and that the Planet Earthers are firing their pistols over the bar into Steel's back.
2: I'm gonna shout first of all to the Attenboroughs and be like, uh...
4: "It's the bar- he was disguised as a barman. He's an assassin. We're trying to
5: apprehend him. Help! They're trying to kill you." Give me a personality roll. Six- uh, Sixteen. Confusion settles amongst the Planet Earthers and they realised that perhaps they were wrong to shoot the bouncer in the back.
2: Now, I'm going to grab a bottle from the bar and uh, try and smash it over the bomber's head.
1: Right, give me a melee attack roll. Okay. 20. You pick up the bottle bottle, and the strike rings true on his head. Give me a uh, damage roll. One damage. You hit him on the head but it doesn't actually smash, you just clunk him clumsily on the head. <laughs> oh. But you do notice that the guy is now completely out cold. Oh, he subdued him. Security risk has now been eliminated.
5: It seems that the troglodytes from before have become the dominant force and have won this battle of nature.
1: One of them sort of approaches and they, you see them putting their guns away and the one that shot Mackenzie in the back goes,
5: I am sorry that the confusion had set in. I did not wish to hit you in the back.
0: Well,
1: I've got a hold of my back that says
5: otherwise, but
4: thank you for your...
5: It was an accident. Nature can be very cruel sometimes.
4: No harm, Dad. Look, listen, to to, to to tie everything over, we'd like to send a complimentary bottle of drink over. If you'd just let us know who uh, we should send it to.
3: Yeah, which one's the, one the boss? I'd like to shake his hand.
1: Give me a personality roll. 16? 6. You see one of them look over at you, Ice, and he just goes,
5: The bottle of drink would be very lovely. Thank you very much. We don't like people ruining our fun, you see. And as a result, I'm sorry that we got involved in your fight. We wanted to get back to relaxing and drinking as soon as possible. Anyway, send the champagne over. I'll be very grateful
1: for it. And they see him just ignoring Steele McKenzie's request entirely as they go and retake their seats. And once again, the carriage just resumes normal business. Everyone starts dancing again to the music and the Planet Earthers go over to their booth and just start chatting amongst each other. But there is an unconscious barman behind the bar now.
2: Yeah, so I'm just going to strip the barman down and put his uniform on.
1: Yeah, you dug behind the bar and five minutes later, you pop back up wearing a barman's uniform. Alright, can I get you a drink? <laughs> yes, mate. Yeah, make
2: it
4: strong.
1: Right, what can I get you? Just a fucking strong drink, you can. It's <laughs> me.
4: <right>. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was getting a bit too into character there. Right, let's do that. And then uh, a bottle of uh, this one for the uh, what, Earth. Earth, What are they called? Earthworlds. Amber is right. Let's yeah. get more than one. <sighs> more, more than one? Alright, hold on. Uh, here we go. Two.
3: If you fucking off your head.
4: Are you off your head? I don't know. We
1: want to get them pissed. Oh, Fred. <laughs> you grab a load of bottles of champagne from up above the bar, um, the shelf that isn't smashed, and you bring them over
5: to the table. Approaching is a new barman who looks very much like the one who was involved in the fight earlier. What is this strange behaviour? We will spend the next few months studying it.
3: Short version is... He's my little apprentice, and he needs to get learning. This barman was a fraud, and now he's taken his rightful place
5: where he should have been in the first place. An explanation given by the Troglodyte. Very welcome. And you you put the um, drinks down on the table, and
1: they start to drink, and immediately as they popped them, they just start to ignore you as if you're not there. They obviously think they're very hot shit.
4: I carry on working behind bar. You yeah. carry on bouncing, and I keep eye on them. Barman, uh, yep, yeah, on, on it.
1: You pour Mackenzie um, a, a drink of some brown liquid, um, maybe whiskey, could be brandy, who knows? But it's it's simply called Gungar's Fist. And you pour him a a drink of this. And as the next few hours sort of progress in the club, you guys um, ice your serving drinks behind the bar, steal your bouncing people, and you keep a good eye on the Attenboroughs, seeing if they're getting drunk. Both give me intelligence rolls to, <laughs> to, to to view this. Crit. I see. You can see that they, uh, the the uh, one of the planet Earthers looks at you and he just goes,
5: "Where's the fucking where's the barber here?" And and then uh, uh, the Natterjack.
1: <laughs> and the other one sort of slaps him on the arm as if to say, "What the hell are you doing?" And he just goes,
5: <laughs> "It was a champagne." And then, the, uh, and then you wake up covered in piss. Good you
1: see one of them fall asleep the other two are sort of hanging in there but they're just yeah. drinking and like another hour passes they've sunk two more bottles of champagne and you can now see that they're fast fast asleep oh
4: yeah yeah nice. check them out what uh, uh, oh excellent is that them all out
5: <laughs> they're all out right let's go
1: okay hold on let me just finish it what was it love two and uh, uh yeah it was just a, a brand teeny and an x-factor please right okay. let me just do it i before heading over to the booth, you mix up two more drinks for this uh, patron and uh, you give them to her. Then you head over to the booth and you can see that they're all snoring.
5: Nature. Right, what are you doing
1: now?
3: <laughs> well, as this stone cold drunk passed out, uh, I'm just going to start
4: rummaging on, the, on their persons.
2: Gonna go for a rummage.
4: Let's do it, look. What I do, I pretend to be clearing up empty bottles. At yeah. the same time We give him a frisked out.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, both give me agility to do it um, deftly and without waking them up. Fourteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, fifteen. Okay, so with a fourteen and a fifteen, you sort of start pretending to clear up drinks, and you you start patting the guys down. In most, in two of them, you only feel like guns, loose change. On one of them, uh, you start patting them down, and you find what is clearly a book you take the book out and you can see that it is a book all about birds <laughs>
3: I'll open the book to see what the content is
1: yes you see that the book has clearly been disguised <gasps> and that it's got the dust cover from a book about birds on it but inside you can see that there's this, this scribbly childlike writing of Nathan Breckett your boss on there and yeah you can see that you've got his company secrets most of it is utter gibberish. (laughs) Right I'm pocketing it and then I'm just gonna
3: walk nice and slowly to exit the carriage.
1: You guys exit the carriage and return back to economy class where it stinks and you're packed in like cheap lab ham with all of the other guys and then you hear an announcement ring out through the carriage. We are now arriving at Zeta City.
3: Let's get Just before we get there, I'm gonna de-bouncer but
2: I'm gonna stuff it in my pocket.
1: You do that, and uh, yeah, you you get back into kind of citizen type. Same.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna put my t-shirt over the top of my um uh, and Waist well, waistcoat. I guess. Yeah yeah. So I'm a bit normal again, yeah.
1: yeah. So you do that, and you yeah you essentially de-robe and go back to your normal citizen gear. Once you arrive at Zeta City. And you come into the bubble that domes over it and onto the platform. And you can see that it's much like the platform in Epsilon City. It's dirty, it's scummy. And in the distance, you can see that the um, city is overrun with buildings and buildings. And you now stand in the train station.
2: Do we know when the next return is? You can see that the next return is tomorrow. Right. All right, so we've got what we need. So really, we should get away from the scene of the crime as quickly as yep. possible.
1: We're going to get into the crowd, walk into the city, mm. and and disappear into the sea of people. You exit the train station and go into the city, you're met with that familiar smell of gunk and grime, and you can see many drug dealers and pushers standing on the corners, but the biggest thing that takes your attention is there is a wall of people with picketed signs. They, there is clearly a protest going on. Loads and loads of people standing around, chanting angrily. Taking a look at the signs, you can see that many of them say, augmented lives matter. And Cyberware is still human, and things like this. Okay. And opposite them is a row of a hundred some policemen, all in riot gear, all holding really top of the range guns. And the chanting is getting more and more furious, and it looks like something's about to kick off.
3: Um, I think we should move away from this. <clears throat> Usually, us and these matters, um,
4: will fuck us up really. So, yeah, don't like the of police, You're especially so? not the ones that I don't know about. Oh, these might be worse than yes, Epsilon.
1: And as you stand there talking, the two parties charge towards each oh, other God. and engage in a massive melee. You see bricks and bottles and things flying over your head, smashing into buildings. People start smashing shop windows. The police are hitting them back and spraying them with deadly gas. Both of you, give me a fortitude save as this gas starts to spray through the crowd. 9? 15. And then, Steel Mackenzie, you see Ice hit the deck as he takes a big mouthful of the stuff as it blasts right into his face from the cannon of a policeman. Oh, for fuck's sake, Ice, you toilet. And that's where we're going to conclude today's session. Was poses on the Zeta Express, <laughs> mate? And here we see. I know my David Attenborough impression is shit. Oh, it's so it good! Out. I was dying. That's
2: so funny. The natural
1: like, Jack. The not- <laughs> Yeah, I hope you guys like that one. It was a bit of a change of pace from our usual. Oh, well, I it was, liked it.
3: It was nice. It was a, cl- it was like a palate cleanser, man. It was sweet. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because usually you're this close to death. I'm All doing a, a, a hand signal, which is bad for radio. Mm. But yeah, usually you're very close to death whenever we do these. So that was that was a yeah, a little bit of a change of pace. Investigative. It was fun. Yeah, it's and now a you're in a, in a riot. Yeah. and now we're in the middle of a riot in an unknown town yep fantastic and we you can't ca- get home until
2: tomorrow and you've passed out on me I've passed out poor old dr- so poor old I know guys. that
1: we've got kind of the, the most the least interesting result when that guy fumbled but we're using the critical and fumble tables from the American survival guide yes and they're so yes. fucking good they're, I mean a gun jam is like the most typical one right but mm-hmm. you, you should you should hear somebody it's like just to, as a little closing note so you can have a recoil that leaves you off balance. You can get something in your eye, and you get a minus one d7 penalty to your next attack roll. Ooh. Yeah, or you can the recoil can torque your wrist, twisting it around. Loads of things like that. Right, yeah, There's critical yeah. tables in there too. So yeah, it's Such always good. Such a good, good
2: book. Everyone go get it.
1: Um, So if you want to uh, support the show, please do. We've got a Patreon and you can donate on there if you want. We put everything we get back into the show. But if you feel like you don't want to donate monthly and all of this stuff, because I know times are tough, um, you can buy our OSR product 78 Hamlet happenings on Drive Through RPG. Do. Yeah. And it's, it's win win because you get a product and you get to support the show. If Absolutely. You fancy.
2: Yeah. And uh, we hope you like it. It's uh, We've uh, we've sold a few now. So yeah.
1: It's awesome. Please it's let us them.
2: know, the people that have tried it out. Let us know if it's okay.
1: And if you want to contact us, it's 3trpgpod at gmail.com and just search 3trpgpodcast and all the media's the All of them. They're all there, we've yeah. got Instagram now as well. Yep. I forgot to announce that, but um, I'm not that good at it and I don't really know how to use it. So if you want to see somebody uh, struggling to keep <laughs> up, With modern age, get on, yeah. Check that out, (laughs) (laughs) see you later, everyone. Thank you for listening. Ciao, bye. Bye. (laughs) The foul beats pumping out their shabba rhythm, vibrating the whole cabbage. Cabbage. (laughs) Cabbage! Uh, Vibrating... (laughs) Vibrating the whole carriage.